Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have with me a holistic health coach. <laughs> I want to introduce you guys to the amazing Brianna Wilkerson. Hey, Brianna. Hi, hi. Thank you for having me. It is such a pleasure. I am so excited to talk to you because I haven't spoken to a health coach in a long time, and this is something that um, is really close to home for me because I suffer from a lot of chronic illness and I talk about it a lot. So can you tell listeners who you are and how you came about doing what you do? Yeah. So my name is Brianna Wilkerson. I am a holistic health coach and I founded Made Well, uh, which is my holistic health coaching practice about, I mean, officially three or four years ago, but it's it, it was unofficially happened for about five years. So I kind of grew up kind of starting with my story around health in the dieting scene. It was just something that my mom did, my, you know, all the women in my life did. And it just was, you know, we did slim fast one day, Weight Watchers the other day, Ideal Protein. It's just something you did, but I didn't really realize why we were doing it or um, the implications that would mean for me and my health and how I viewed my body. Until about ninth grade, I started doing sports. And with that, I started realizing, hey, maybe I should watch what I, you know, watch what I'm eating. and. And so with that, I just started changing my habits one uh, bit by bit. And then something happened. I'm from the Cayman Islands, uh, in which most Caribbean islands around that area have hurricanes. And a huge hurricane hit about 2004 called Hurricane Ivan that, you know, life just changed. And so my friends went away from school. We were staying with my grandma. We went to a school, but it was somewhere else. And I, I just felt like my life was out of control. And how I wanted to control it at the time was how much I ate and how much I exercised and how well I did in school. And so it became obsessive. Something that was good in my life became obsessive. I also started to get just a lot of affirmation. You know, we lose weight, people are like, you're looking good. Or especially in Caribbean culture, people have everything to say about how you look and when they like it, when they don't. Uh, and so what I just started to find is I, I felt affirmation. And so I just wanted to keep going. And so I became obsessed. I became obsessed with how much or how little I ate and how much I exercised to the point where I was way too small for my body type. It was really noticeable. Like I could see my ribs when I like looked in the video. I could like mirror I could see my collarbone really easily and even though it brought me some sort of satisfaction it didn't it felt like I had given my soul in order to get that and I wasn't happy and then fast forward to the end of high school I was up to be valedictorian and everyone was just like you got to keep going you got to work hard and I just felt like too much pressure and at that point I was like I've been trying to hold it all in control my life for so many years I just let go I'm like I'm gonna eat whatever I want because food just makes me feel good and it relieves this stress and so I became a compulsive eater and a binge eater and an emotional eater which is completely different than what I was so I've experienced both ends of the spectrums and the fear that comes with both the shame and guilt that come with both and uh, I continued that way for a long time and people of course started to say different things about my body then too and people were, you don't get me wrong, my family, friends, everyone was just there trying to help the best they can, but it was something happening within me that I didn't deal with the root issue. What was really happening? Because it wasn't about food and it even wasn't even about my body. It was just about this desire um, to be something, to try to have some sort of worth. And I was just trying to find in other things. And so fast forward to college where I, um, I had been a Christian for a long time 
but I feel like it was in college with this particular ministries that I was, was involved of. I understood what that meant. I understood who Jesus was and my worth and value that because God created me. And so I started to view my body different. I started to view my life different. And I said, well, you know, if I could understand the love of God for me, who I am right now, and maybe other people could too. So I just started, I, I really felt called to women because I knew women struggle with the same thing. So mm-hmm. I just did a lot of different work in that area, but it wasn't until I went back to school after I graduated that I felt that, you know, God was asking me, do you want to be made well? Do you mm-hmm. want to be John 5, 5, do you want to live really be holistically well mm-hmm. through and through? Cause you've been playing this game far too long. And for the first time, it was like this act of trustful surrender where I was like, yeah, let's do this. And from that on, June 2013, I just feel like it was, there was ease, there was joy, and there was like healing that came, not because I was trying to fit a size two or four or six, uh, but because I just felt like my body and my, my health deserved it. And along the way, a lot of I, I think for me, it wasn't about even helping other people at that point. It was just like, I need to do this for me. But there did come a turning point where I did actually the Whole30 eating program where I just saw that for 30 days, I could eat real food, enjoy it, and not give into cravings and not feel deprived and actually feel very empowered. And it was then that I said, you know what? I need to help other women. And I had no idea what that meant. I was an accountant, public auditor at the time. <laughs> And so I was like, this is a complete change. And so I just typed in online health coach, whatever. And so then I, I, I just told myself, I found a school. And I'm like, I'm going to go to the school. And I did it while working full time and eventually felt led to leave that job and did my business a couple of years full time until now I'm working for a nonprofit while doing my business on the side. But through all of that, really why I even say I'm a holistic health coach, I just learned these secrets that I feel like no one is talking about when they're talking to people about health. No one's calling you to a functional health approach where you're looking at the root. Everyone's trying to sell you a solution to your symptom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that the symptom will go away, but another symptom will come up. That's <laughs> so right. There's just things I've learned. I'm writing a book right now because I just, I don't know if I'm the best person to write a book in the sense I do feel like there are things that I read. I'm like, oh my gosh, you've written the book that I want to write. But it's like, I have a perspective of, you know, there are things in your nutrition, your exercise, your stress management, your sleep, your toxic products we use, your digestion and your mind and your hormones and all these areas that no one, if you're not careful, no one's going to tell you what they really do to you or what the real issue is. And that's because a lot of health professionals have been trained not to to treat the root, Mm -hmm. to treat the symptom. So we can't blame them. And it's not a blame game, but it's a matter of like, I wouldn't feel good at night if I learned all of this stuff and didn't somehow communicate it, whether it's through a podcast, whether it's through a book, whether it's through coaching, whether it's through social media, there's just truth about the human body that majority of us don't know, especially women. Women are probably the most disadvantaged um, because of the beauty industry, the body weight industry and fitness industry. And even, let's just talk about it, the birth control industry too. Like yep. that thing can mess a lot of women up. And mm-hmm. so coming around with all these health concerns and, and, and feeling extra shame or guilt that we don't need to feel because it's not our fault and we just don't know how to fix it. And so my goal is to really help women ditch this dieting cycle come to the place where they can honor their body. Yeah, they can lose weight if that's a goal, but really like reclaim their health and body back. Because at one point it was good and then different things happened. 
And so, yeah, as, as, even as you were talking about chronic health issues, it's like, that should be a, a red flag when we go to doctors. That should be like, hey, <laughs> let me help you get to the issue. But it's like, they that's don't. Not, and, and again, it's not because most of them have not been trained in that. Mm-mm. The average nope. doctor in regards to nutrition probably gets about maybe 20 hours. And then environmental toxins less, you know, hormones. It's just, it's crazy unless they're taking a functional health approach. And so mm-hmm. I just feel like one of my roles in this world is to really just come alongside women, women and educate them, empower them and give them the tools they need to like have the body and health they were actually created for. So what you're doing is a huge loophole in the system. Like you are filling a gap and that's what it's all about, about being effective is filling those gaps. You know, you talk about uh, restoration, about us getting back to, you know, a healthy body. But for a lot of us, you know, we never were healthy because we start off as teenagers. You know, you have Mm -hmm. some people, they don't even understand that yo-yo dieting and and such is self-harm. Mm -hmm. You know, and so a lot of us, we don't learn healthy habits from the beginning. And then we add life traumas and things on top of it through college. And these behaviors, they just get worse and worse and worse. We go, like you say, from one extreme to the next. But the key is as a woman, as we, you know, engage in childbirth and and marriage and working Mm -hmm. and we're adding these external stresses, it's extremely important for us to internally, you know, have that core. And by you addressing it from a functional perspective and getting to the root cause, it helps people then be able to um, adapt to the new behaviors. That's mm-hmm. the key is that a lot of people are introduced to these things throughout their lifetime, but they have a problem maintaining it. Yeah. And that's why I think people don't understand they need a coach. It's that accountability to help them understand, okay, yeah, you forgot why you were doing this. Oh, this is why we're doing this. Right. You know, for me, I know I used to hate when people used to say, oh, your chronic illness is your sleep, your stress, and your diet. And I was like, I can't control any of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows they need to stress less. And everyone knows they need to sleep more. And everyone knows their diet could be better. My diet could be better. I could stress less. I could sleep more. But what does that mean for you? Like individually, because you have kids, you're, your husband's, you know, in the Marines, you're like, you're doing your, you're doing multiple things. It's like, and so tell me practically what that means and help me figure out what's best for me as an individual. And I just, you know, that's why I do a lot of different things. Like, yeah, I do a lot of, I love teaching. I love doing a lot of courses and I even love podcasting, right? But when you get to talk to someone, even me, like right now I'm learning a lot about fertility awareness as I learn about hormones. And that's just like a whole new concept. I didn't know you could track your cycle that way. I didn't either. That's new to me, but thank goodness I'm out of the game. But that's something that I wish I would have known 20 years ago, you know? Like versus thinking one that you're, you could get pregnant every day of your cycle, which is a lie. You can't get pregnant every day of your cycle. I would and that's why known. when women start trying, they don't, and they think that they're infertile, which some some end up being right, but it's like, you can't get pregnant every day of your cycle. You ovulate, so you only can get pregnant 24 hours. Wow. <laughs> and your fertile window is, it could be five days, depending on your cervical mucus. So anyway, this is just fascinating to me, right? It's fascinating. So learning all of this in the last six something. months. And I'm like, <laughs> so you're telling me and I just have to digress for a bit. I'm reading this book, great book, The Fifth Vital Sign by Lisa Hendrickson, Jack, who, amazing. There's a whole lot of people in this industry. She talks about the history of birth control and hormonal contraceptives. And, you know, women, you know, we have pains and all that. You know, they doctors created something that would could help with that. 
But originally we didn't bleed because actually what that synthetic hormones does, it, it tells your body to stop ovulating. So your body doesn't prepare a menstrual, your endometrial lining. And people, and women thought they were pregnant. So they're like, what? So the doctor's like, how can we make them think they're having a period, <laughs> right? So that's called a withdrawal bleed. So that's why there's a certain period of time if you're taking a pill, you don't take a pill is so you can have that bleed, but you're not having a true period. And so when women come off birth control, wanting to have babies, they've had, they, they, the birth control has told their brains for so long, don't ovulate. And they think it'll just be like that, but it could take years to actually regulate your body. And no one tells you the side effects of going on and after birth uh-uh, control. They don't. So, I mean, and I think it's, again, no shame if someone wants to do that, but just fully mm-hmm. let the woman know what's going on, right? Allow it to and, be uh, an informed decision. Right. right. So. I'm just like livid, like reading this stuff, going to my husband, talking, he's like, whoa, this is a lot of information about the woman's body. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. But, you know, and and, and it's just, I th- again, I just think like, okay, the, the best way we can empower women is to actually, and anyone, is to really just educate them on this is the truth. And then you get to decide, right? Versus like years later, being put on the pill because you had irregular periods that could have been fixed by certain hormone balance work or and then finding out that you can't have kids because it's just it makes me so upset i'm so sorry uh, it just makes me so upset um, i just had so many emotions behind what you just said I know. so many women relate to that i mean i was put on the pill to regulate my cycle right. and to stop the pain that i had that. because i had sickle cell trait and they couldn't figure out how it was you know, impacting my cycle and why I was losing feeling in my leg and why I had all this. And then now let's look back, uh, what, 20 years later, I had to have emergency hysterectomy because they couldn't figure out why I had all these tumors. Although another doctor said, you don't have these. But then I, nine months later, a different doctor says, you have a whole bunch of them. And mm-hmm. it's it's unusual that women are having fibroids and all these things regularly. Like it's a norm. And so if we do sit down and look at all of these things, a lot of people, like to ignore this because it's work. It's work to get educated. It's work to implement new strategies in your family and in your diet and in your routine. A lot of people, I I was very good for it. You know, I knew, you know, with my diagnosis coming, okay, I need to do this and I need to do that. I would do it for a little bit and then I'd say, this is too much work. But you said something that's profound is because that's the difference between reading a book or getting educated and have somebody work with you through it. Because that's what the doctors do. They give you a diagnosis nowadays and expect you to go home and look it up. Yeah. You know, you don't know what your symptoms look like. You don't know what a flare up looks like. You don't know that these things are going to happen to you and then you're not going to know what's going on with your body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's why there could be a really great, and there has been in the last 10, 15 years, really great partnership between functional health coaches or health coaches and and doctors is we get it. Doctors have a lot of patients that they see, but you know, a health coach or someone who's just has done a little bit more is a little bit ahead of you could help you implement that. Like, Mm -hmm. and so I think that's, that's, that's the thing is that like, what's going to help you implement? Cause I even have different health coaches in different areas in my life and I'd have different business, but I have dumbed to people like I need help along the way because I have questions like I'm going to this, this girl and asking all these fertility awareness questions because I'm like I just don't know you know and you don't know what you don't know but having someone or having spaces where you can be encouraged and equipped is essential 
And what does that look like? I think it looks different for everybody. And it just looks like it could be a coach. It could be a Facebook group. It could be something else. But knowing yourself is very important in this area. And if you are someone that ha- needs that one-on-one accountability, you need to find that person. If you're someone that could listen to a podcast and you're very self-driven, do that. But you got to be real and honest with yourself and figure out what's working and what's not working. Because your health and your body depends on it. And so does your family's, And so does those you know. Because... You're an influencer, no matter what you want to say. You influence people's lives. They influence yours. So why not lead the way and showing, okay, showing your kids or showing your family, like, no, my body, my health is important. And so is yours. So what are you going to do about it? Right? So that is absolutely right. Can you got you- me on a day that I feel really fired up. So <laughs> this is what they need to hear. I mean, I'm, you got me fired up. Fired um, up. Ready to go. That's what it's all about though, because we have to motivate each other. You know, we- right. We often think that we have these inquiries on our own. And I know for me, this is something that you just educated me on a lot of things that gave me clarity because it's something that I can't talk to my husband about. You know, I tried. It did not work. Yeah. The reality is, is that we have to reach out to each other to help us. I know for me, I've been thinking, okay, I want new, you know, I want a a menu or uh, something for breakfast and I'm like I've had a kitchen coach and a health coach and they make diets for people and you know when you meet people and you're like okay I never knew that this could be a thing and it is a thing for them and then you realize that you're at a point in your life where you don't have the time to make this thing Mm -hmm. and if somebody would just give it to you hand it to you and tell you just go to the store and get these things and do it we have access to these things now yes And that's why what you're doing is so different than what I'm doing. And you also mentioned, this is what I think most people need to understand is that you said something that was profound. Doctors do have a lot of patients, Mm -hmm. but what you have to understand is that they're not going to do like they used to do and educate you and hold Mm -hmm. your hand and, you know, inspire you to make the changes. They're literally going to give you a diagnosis and a pill and tell you to go home, which is why somebody like you who's doing the research, who's doing the work, who's getting additional education in these particular areas that can hold your hand and break it down for you. Yeah. And you know, you will have, I think in the rise of more Eastern medicine and functional health doctors and practitioners, if you do like want a doctor to be the one that does that with you, they might have a team of coaches and I would say search for a functional health doctor, like someone who is like all about the core root, because even if they can't walk you through it, they're going to have a team or they're going to be able to point you to people. And again, this is not necessarily like, I love, I am so grateful for doctors. So grateful for, I'm so grateful for the medical field. Right. But again, it's just realizing that like with every system, there's just sometimes something that falls through the cracks. And so you rather than sitting here and, you know, I could be sitting here and complaining and being like, you know what, why do I have to do this? Or like, you should know what to do and you should walk me through this. I'm like, you know what? I'm a grown woman. I'm going to go find out myself <laughs> and, so, yep. and find the support I need and, and empower myself. Like, yeah, there are people who specialize in doctors, health coaches, but you can learn something about your body too. Like you can take, and you can go to the point where like recently, a couple years ago, I went away to a different country and I just didn't, I think I might've eaten something clearly I shouldn't have eaten. And I got a little bit of food poisoning or infection. A couple people did. And I went home and I, at this point, I'm, I've started to listen to my body more than I listen to my mind. Like, what is my body saying? Or what has people told me my body? And I went to the doctor and I said, hey, try to get it out with probiotics, all that stuff. I was like, listen, I have a lower intestine infection. That's just what's going on. I feel it, I know it. And he's like, 
yeah, you have a lower intestine infection. <laughs> sure enough. And I'm like, all right, so tell me what antibiotic I need for it. I'll just make sure to drink a lot of probiotics at the same time. I just very aware that there's this weird pain in my lower intestine that's not normally there. <laughs> I'm cracking up because I've gotten to the point where that's what I do when I have flare ups and such. I'd go to the doctor and tell them what's wrong because you have to know your body. And, you know, after you go through certain things so many times, you realize, okay, that's what this is, and that's what this is, and that's what this is. And you have to do the work. You can't just say, because I'm telling you, when you begin to have chronic illness, they're going to tell you that everything's fine in your scans, and you're going to have to figure out, okay, so what is it? Was it something I ate? Was it the temperature outside? Was it the humidity in the air? Was it, you know, I didn't sleep as much last night? And so you said something. You said you have to know yourself. And when you said it, I was thinking that most people that reach out don't know themselves but at least if you don't know yourself as far as your cognitive self know your body I mean because it doesn't matter what state your body is in you need to familiarize yourself with your symptoms and if and if it's just kind of like you know relationship god if you spent a long time not listening to him you're not going to know when he's speaking or what he says and what it means and it's the same with your body it's like if you're not if you haven't if you've not known what it's saying it's gonna take a while like don't i think a lot of women come like i have all these things and i'm like all right how long do you want to like how long do you want to take with this because it's going to take a while it's a lot of issues but i'm going to journey with you Mm -hmm. but you need to be all in and not expect within 90 days even that this is going to be fixed Mm -hmm. it could take years and but you're going to get there and you're going to that even that process of saying okay it's okay if it takes years a lot of women and a lot of people don't get there Mm-hmm. We just are too comfortable with not being healthy. Absolutely back. true. So it's just easier. All right. Can you tell listeners you have an upcoming book? So can yeah. you tell about that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a, an achiever on the Enneagram and on the Strength Finders. And so I like to think I can get a lot more done quickly than I want. Um, but I am writing. It's just a matter of it probably won't come up until next year. I want it to come up this year. But it's called The Healthy Body Secret right now. And it's just... It's, it's three parts. It's really my story, a little bit deeper into my story with dieting, dieting culture, learning to be self-aware, learning to honor my body and some reflections on that. But then calling women to reflect on their own story. I think we need to know where we have been and where we want to be. And then the second part is we're getting to the depths of um, the secrets I've learned in nutrition, exercise, stress, sleep, digestion, toxic load, and mindset and habits. Those are my seven areas of pillars of a healthy body and then three bonus areas in particular hormones essential oils because I'm an essential oils advocate and then other areas of your life but really it's like you know even now I'm talking about hormones on my podcast I think there needs to be specific work done for hormones but if you work on habits in those other areas it will it will help your hormones and I think that's what people don't realize is is the connection between your lifestyle and and what you're what you're feeling in your body now and then the third part is helping women create kind of their own success plan with stories and testimonials and successes as well around you've learned all this. How do you create a unique plan in those areas one step at a time? And so I'm having fun writing it, getting to like geek out uh, and everything that I've learned so far. So hopefully it'll be out next year, um, but you could follow me on Instagram and all those places to be up to date with that. Um, but yeah, that's the plan with that. That is awesome. And you also, you have a podcast. Yeah. The Healthy Body the Podcast. Yeah. Healthy body. Everything's Healthy Body at this point. Healthy Body Podcast, Healthy Body Facebook group. That's awesome. Um, the Healthy Body Podcast is, I just love it. It is a space where uh, 
I get to talk with other other women uh, in the health and wellness industry in particular, uh, just about the things they've learned um, and the things that they've walked through and even have some clients that are on there. I do some essential oil episodes as well. Uh, it's just a space to get real great uh, encouragement, inspiration, and education around all of those different areas and more. So that is so awesome. And Facebook group. Yeah. So the healthy body community on Facebook for women. Um, if you're into essential oils, just look for essential oils for a healthy body. And so, um, I have two different groups cause it's just, you know, we talk about different things in those groups, but yeah, I have courses, programs, all that sort of stuff, all, all designed to really help women create lifestyle and lifelong habits in those seven areas um, of their body and their life. And whatever way I can do that, um, I can do that. So yeah, you can check it out on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Uh, and so I just want to thank you for being here because you are enlightening, uh, oh, to say the least. Um, can you give listeners one takeaway that you want them to remember you by? Yeah, I think I think the the thing I've been saying recently is, you know, I tell this to my clients, my podcast listeners that I love your body. The question is, do you love your body? And you need to like value your body so much that you're going to do whatever you can to honor it, to cherish it. It's, it's, it's what allows you to show up in this world. It's what allows you to be present with your family, to do the work you love to do, to do the things you love to do. And if we don't treat our body well, it will tell us. And so leave just saying like, I love my body. Like, even if you don't feel that way, start loving your body and speaking life to it because there's power in your words. If you're going to keep speaking negative things over yourself and over your body, it will, it will stay that way. So yeah, Absolutely. learn to love and honor your body. Absolutely. Y'all. Well, mm-hmm. that is our episode for today with the amazing Brianna Wilkerson of the healthy body and I want you guys to um, look in the description I will have all of her links so you guys know how to reach her and thank you again for being here of course thank you so much thanks for having me all right listeners that's another edition of your voice your power with Anika I'm Anika Wilson stay powerful